Uh, so I got to tell you, I've always been amazed by those champagne towers that you see in movies uh, where there's one glass on top, then it forms this pyramid, and then someone pours just into the top glass, right, the champagne, and they just keep pouring into that one glass and the whole pyramid begins to fill as, as that champagne just cascades gracefully down. I, in fact, I have with me uh, a champagne tower uh, that I have. So just uh, hold your breath as I will hold mine as well. Here we go. This is the Wisconsin version of a champagne tower. There we go. We'll put the last cup. We'll put the last cup on top, right? Uh, but what's the purpose of a champagne tower is, is that once again, you pour something into the top glass and you just keep pouring until all the, the other glasses are, are filled, right? Uh, and, and you see, but oftentimes when we pray for the Holy Spirit would come into our lives, that, that God would pour into us, right? That, that it would cast down in our lives. And we pray that, that his spirit would be in the church. I mean, we even sing about it from time to time, right? That his Holy Spirit would pour upon us. In fact, one of our contemporary praise songs today that's going to be sung talks about being filled with this holy water, talks about being filled with the presence and the power of God's Holy Spirit. And the question is, what do we do with it? What do we do with that? You see, much like this cup on top, our job isn't just to simply receive the Holy Spirit and, and think to ourselves, well, well, I'm good, right? That we have, I have the peace and the presence of God, but, but we're supposed to allow it to flow through and flow in us. Yet the problem is that oftentimes after receiving the power and presence of God's Holy Spirit, what we, what we wind up doing is we wind up putting a lid on it, right? And, and we say to ourselves, you know, I, I got mine. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling filled with the Holy Spirit. Or, or let's face it, we, we get just a, a bigger bucket that we want to be filled to overflowing even more and even more and even more. Yeah, we simply get that bigger bucket. And sadly, the same thing happens when it comes to the waters of, of baptism. That instead of living into and living out those baptismal promises that we have each received, that, that God freely pours out upon us, it often becomes just a single event in our lives. A date, a time, something that we experience, something, something that we checked off of the list. When in fact, it's just the beginning of our walk of faith. I want you to think about it this way. I, I could imagine that we've all remembered a time, right, that, that we uh, got soaking wet somehow. Maybe we got stuck out in the rain. Maybe we just got out of the pool, right? Or maybe we're covered in mud or dirt or some, something gross. And we notice someone who's typically, you know, really close to us who is clean and dry. And so the, what's the first thing that we do when we're soaked and full of mud is we go over and we give them a giant hug. So they are no longer clean and they are no longer dry. You see, when God pours his Holy Spirit upon us, the intent is that we would not only be filled, but that grace would trickle down and trick, trickle out of our lives to overflow from us so that we're not only blessed, but that those around us can be blessed. You see where we're going with this today? But sometimes we use lids. Sometimes we just want a bigger bucket for ourselves because maybe there's a part of us that thinks in the back of our mind and says, well, well, this experience is just between me and God and, and how he's moving in my life. And, and if I share this experience, maybe, maybe I won't have enough or maybe God will stop pouring into me. And so I got to hold on to all that I have at any cost. Or, or let's face it, maybe we just want a, a little bit of an experience, you know, not too much that we have to change or do something. We say, hey, Lord, if you can open up the floodgates of heaven and pour into my life, that'd be great, right? 
yet we put up a spiritual umbrella. We say, you know, this part of my life is off limits. Or, or if you can splash over there and I just get a little bit of the Holy Spirit, that would be great. And good thing we're not superstitious because some of you are freaking out right now. Right? Right? Open up the heavens, Lord. Pour out your Holy Spirit. Yeah, maybe there's a barrier to us. Maybe, maybe we're a little bit guarded even as we say those words. I, I kind of liken it to when, to when you're first trying a food that you're not familiar with. And, and so what you do is you just take a little bite, right? And you swish it around in your mouth for a couple seconds and you, you think to yourself, oh, I don't like it. But you didn't even give enough taste to say if you'd liked it or not. What we have to do is we have to take a big bite and say, okay, now this is something that I'm enjoying. This is something that I can't get enough of. You see, that's the work of God's Holy Spirit. Once we have that bite, once we enter into that relationship with him, as he pours out his Holy Spirit upon us, we pour out that Holy Spirit upon others so that they're blessed in their lives. You see, we can't get enough. And God will continue to work in and through us. But by holding that gift to ourselves, we often fail to tap into the power that God is offering us each and every day. The more that we rely on him, the more that we listen to the prompting of God's Holy Spirit, the more that he is going to pour into us. I'm a true believer in that. He's gonna allow his spirit to move. Let's say, let's say that this bottle of Sprite today, right? is God's Holy Spirit in us. And maybe we had a wonderful experience at worship, right? Or, or maybe we read something or, or we heard something on the radio or, or maybe that's, that is really resonating with our spirits. Now we all know what will happen if I open up this cap right now, right? Can I do it near anybody this morning? Uh, yeah, yeah, right? You see, you see that yeah, is when we open up the lid and that Holy Spirit is poured out not only upon us, impacting our lives and blessing our lives, but it also blesses those around us as we share that word and that presence and the thing that God has placed on our hearts. But we also know that when this is put to the side and it sits for a while, what happens? That fizz goes away, right? That opportunity passes by to, to kind of bless those around us. And have we let those opportunities pass us by? We miss out what God wants to do not only in us, but also through us as well. So I was at Target uh, this last week, and uh, I was getting the fine china that you see before you this morning. Uh, and, and the person in front of me, um, I, I recognize their face. They look familiar. And you know, like in those moments when you're, you're like, should I say something? Should I not say something? Should I say something? Should I not say something? Well, well finally, I, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit because that's what I'm talking about this weekend. And so I said, listen, you look familiar. By chance, do you go to King of Kings? And the person said, you know, it's been a while. And so I introduced myself and she said, you know what, you are the second person this week that has said to me, maybe God's trying to tell me something about needing to get back to worship, to get back in that habit. And I said, maybe that's the reason that I'm at Target today is for that precise reason, to make you feel guilty. <laughs> I, I didn't say that last part, by no means, by no means. Yet I truly believe that God can use just those ordinary moments in life, right? If we simply listen in the prompting of the Holy Spirit. 
if, if we're willing to take that leap of faith in that moment when that prompting is on our hearts and just say, listen, I'm going to follow. I'm going to put myself out there. And it may fail miserably, but at times it may be the greatest blessing that you receive, but it's also the greatest blessing that someone else may receive. See, I don't know what was going on in their day. I, I don't know if they were wanting or feeling invisible in that moment at that time. Maybe, maybe there's that sense that, you know, something's missing. I don't know what quite it is. I don't want to speculate, but maybe that's exactly what they needed. Somebody just simply to, to speak into their world, to acknowledge them, to say, I recognize you. So who has God placed on your spirit? What opportunity has he blessed you with? It could be as simple as that. Today we celebrate the baptism of Jesus, where Jesus is baptized. He comes out of the water. The Holy Spirit descends on him, alights on him, which he means rests on him in the form of a dove. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. Yet this isn't the end of Jesus' ministry. This is just the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Because by the power and through the grace of God's Holy Spirit working in Jesus' life, that's where he found strength to battle temptation. We're going to hear about that next week. We, we, he allowed the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen and move through him. And God has poured out that same Holy Spirit upon all believers, upon all, each and every one of us that are gathered here today. It's just a matter of opening the floodgates of heaven and taking our bath, those baptismal promises, outside and starting to live those promises allowing that promise to flow in and through us. Not, not with the lid on, not getting just a bigger bucket so we can experience more, but more like a colander, right? That that experience just flows freely in and through us. Anybody want to come up so I can pour water on their head to give an example? No, you get what I'm saying, right? As I was reflecting on the message this past week, a certain song came to mind. We're going to be singing it uh, as part of worship today, but it affirms the victory uh, of Jesus Christ that allows us to lift our heads and our hearts above whatever storm that we might be facing. Uh, even though things rage around us, there is a sense of peace and calm that, that um, allows us to lift our voices. Yet it also, I believe, speaks to the message before us today, and it begins, my, my life flows on in endless song. You see, there's a constant, there's a continual movement that's, that's being alluded to here. David, David uses a similar image in Psalm 42 when he says, uh, as a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you. That there, there's that movement, there's that, there's that health, right? There's something that flows through us. There's something constant and continual. The second verse of that hymn says, through, through all the turmoil and the strife, I hear the music ringing. It finds an echo in my soul. You know, when something echoes, what does it do, right? It resonates, right? It bounces off things. It comes back to us. It continues to speak. And maybe you've been to the Grand Canyon. Maybe you've had an experience where you were in a tunnel somewhere or somewhere else, and, and there was an echo, and all of a sudden you yell out something just to hear that come back to you. In fact, I want to try that at worship today. I'm going to share a word or a phrase, and I'm going to point to your section. When I point to your section, you just repeat it, okay? That's the job. Let's see if this works. We'll start with the, the obvious one. Echo! That was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, let's, let's do it. Now that you got warmed up, let's do another one. The Steelers still have a chance to make the playoffs. 
That one didn't work really well. I hope they still have a chance. They still have a chance. They still have a chance. Let's get serious. Ready? How about this one? Jesus loves you. Nice. You see, we not only heard that word, right? And we not only received that word, but we spoke that word so that others would hear it and that others would receive it. You see, the same is true with God's Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, resonates in us, and moves from us, okay? So there's, there's this flowing, there's this resonating here. Let's look at the, the last verse. It says, the peace of Christ makes fresh my heart, a fountain ever springing. Once again, when it comes to the Spirit, there's movement, there is life. So the Spirit flows from us, the Spirit echoes and resonates within us and moves from us and also springs from us. Church, that's baptism. A promise that never gets old. It never gets stagnant. It never gets stale, but a promise that's meant to refresh and to satisfy our souls so that others may be refilled and refreshed and be satisfied. Listen, whether you are baptized in a font like the one that we have at the back of the sanctuary or an emergency in a hospital room or in a pool or down by a riverside, I was so tempted to say in a van down by the river, but it doesn't matter where you're baptized. Remind yourself of that promise today. Remind yourself that you not only stand in God's amazing grace each and every day, but you're called to live it. You're called to allow that spirit of God to not only pour into your life, right? Freely and flowing to overflowing. And I hope this works because that would not be good if it doesn't. Okay, you get the picture. It's off a little bit. But anyway, I should have had champagne glasses. All right? Moves in us through overflowing so that we can bless others. Church, claim those promises. Live those promises this week. Be intentional about allowing the Spirit to move in you and work through you. Your spiritual practice is this. Please read uh, John chapter 7, verse 37, 38. You'll also see a text from Romans chapter 8, verse 11. And the question that I want you to wrestle with is, how can I be living water and allow God's Spirit to move through me? So how can I allow this Spirit of God that, that is dwelling inside of me to bust loose. The next part is apply after worship today. Place your finger in the baptismal font in the water. Uh, make the sign of the cross on your forehead as a reminder of your baptism. And as you go forth from this place, respond boldly to the prompting of God's Holy Spirit on your heart. And it'll be amazed at how that impacts you and how it impacts those around you. In his name we pray. Amen.